Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult fiction novels, The Land of Blue and the Devon Dream Agent series. Each of my books deals with the themes of mental health and intuition, because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice in order to live your very best life. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, and Happy New Year 2022. It's going to be a good one, a better one, I'm feeling. Today's theme is crossing over into a new space. This was a theme someone asked me to cover a little bit ago, and it's timely for the new year, so here goes. Crossing over can mean a lot of things. It can be the roles we play. It can be the roles we're trying to let go of, habits we're trying to release, personality traits we're trying to let go of. Sometimes we create that crossing over. We, we want it to happen. And other times we find ourselves in that new space because of someone else's choices and then the consequences thereof. So either way, how do we stay secure and stable in that new space once we find ourselves, you know, standing in, in a new vibration, a new shift? And how often we, you know, achieve something and we get excited about being in that new space. And then slowly the gremlins creep back in and try to get us to go back where we were before, right? So how do we stay there? How do we stay secure and stable once we find ourselves in a new situation, in a new vibrational plane? Here are some strategies for that today. The first one is you need to assess where you are and what it is that you want. Sometimes we just find ourselves catapulted into a new space because of someone else's choices or our own new jobs, new shifts, new habits, new, new things, you know, and we don't take the time to assess like, okay, this is where I am. This is reality. This is what is happening. This is a new situation with my child. This is a new situation with my partner. This is a new situation with my employer, my friend, my my goals for my life, you know, as a result of something happening, whatever it is, a sickness or a relationship change, to stand in the space of assessment. Stand where you are and decide from here, based on what is happening in reality, and it's important to take that reality check, that sound reality check of what is true and what is happening, and then decide what it is that you want you know, how often we're in a new space with our kids, for example, when they go off to college or they come home on break or we have a new job, a new responsibility, a new dynamic, a new diagnosis, and things can get so chaotic because of that and feel so out of control. So it's important to decide how you want to feel based on where you already are and then where you want to go from there. So for example, if your kids are getting older and you want to change the dynamic of your relationship to let go a little bit more and let the leash out a little bit, then you need to decide for yourself what that looks like for you and what things you're going to bend on and what things you might want to keep in place depending their ages. And also that might involve communicating with those other parties how it's going to look from here because so often we make changes and then everyone around us is like, what? You know? So when you stop and you tell people like, okay, here's how this is going to go down. Here's how it looks for me on my end. Any thoughts, any questions? And you allow people to communicate as a result of the adjustment that it might take when you find yourself crossing over into that new space. 
so that you can, you know, let people know, like, here's how I feel it needs to go. What are your thoughts? And here's how I want to feel. And this is where creativity comes in. And that is your birthright, creativity, to decide how you want to feel and how you want things to go, even when you can't control the outside stuff. You, you can't control the outside stuff. So when those things happen, you do have the power of choice for yourself to create how you want to feel in that new space and how you want to how you want it to go moving forward based on where you find yourself standing. So give yourself some time. Take an assessment, decide where you are and what it is that you want and what that looks like and then communicate to those other parties if you need to about how it's going to look for you from here on out or how you would like it to look from here on out. And then that leads to step two. Allow yourself to move forward, but also to take a step backward. Because think of it in terms of like habits. Let's say you're, you're you know, looking to cut back on something. You go two weeks, you're feeling like a rock star. You go three weeks, you're feeling like, like unstoppable. And suddenly the gremlins come in and they're inevitable. Remember from the last podcast, watch the, or two weeks ago, we had a guest last time. So two weeks ago, we talked about watching the all or nothing mentality and how dysfunctional that all or nothing black or white mentality can be at times. So it's very important to allow yourself to take a step back when things don't always go as planned. When you, you know, eat some white flour that you haven't eaten for 14 days and when you said a swear you said you weren't going to say or when you told your kids to, you know, uh, you weren't going to ask them to clean their rooms anymore and then, you know, because they're older and sometimes you really do got to step back a little and just allow them to be and know that when they get their own apartments and they get their own houses, they're going to clean it probably like you do and if they don't, then that's their own choice to do it the way that they want to. So at some point, you know, stepping back is is part of what you need to do. But give yourself a break when you, like that example I was giving, when you tell your kids you're not going to do something and then you find yourself doing it again. Old habits die hard and it's okay. It's okay to, you know, stop and do the same thing you used to do before. The The job becomes to be aware of it and catch it stop yourself and say, okay, like I, I, I did this again. And I said, I wasn't going to do this again. Take a breath, reassess, don't beat yourself up and know that the gremlins want to keep you down because they don't want you to cross over into that new space. Because if you do that, then you are moving forward. And if you move forward, then you are role modeling for others how to move forward. And then that moving forward gains a momentum all its own. And before you know it, vibrations lift, old patterns float away, generational patterns no longer have their hold on you and your families. And what would the world look like then? What it's supposed to look like as we confront the old and elevate to a higher place, which is what confronting the old and letting things go is all about. That's what soul contracts are about. That's what the greatest teachers in our life are all about the 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 negative and the positive ones it's about how to be better versions of ourselves so every time you find yourself standing in a new space expect the gremlins to come knocking 
expect obstacles. Expect the gremlins to chatter in your ear, in your head, a thousand times, a thousand ways about all the reasons why this won't work and why you can't stay there and why you can't stay the course and why you can't stay secure and stable on that and why it'll never work, blah, blah, blah. It's important to recognize and be smarter than them so that when they show up, you can smile in the face of adversity and say, ah, yes, I planned for this. I know this is going to happen. I know this is a test. Thank you. And then continue to move forward. And the third strategy step in crossing over into a new space is to remember your intention and what it is that you want when you find yourself standing there. It's important to stay the course and remember to remember. So when you take assessment, you say, okay, this is where I am now. This is what is happening. This is my reality. I'm accepting it if it's something you didn't choose. And if you are, then to take a breath and say, okay, I'm shaping and molding this this new space I'm in. I've crossed over. Here's how I want it to go. I'm going to forgive myself and give myself a break if I move forward and take a step back. If I climb higher and then I fall down a stair, it's okay because that is part of the process. We're human beings and it comes with all kinds of quirks and mistakes and dysfunction and that is normal. That's part of why we're all here, part of why we all need to help each other and help pick each other up when we fall. It is okay. It's part of the process. But then to remember to remember what we said we wanted. And when you do that, that's how you stay the course. And remembering to remember is no joke. It's something that I would encourage you to do on a daily basis, to remember what you said you wanted. That's what intention is all about. Jerry and Esther Hicks you know, wrote and, and spoke about segment shifting, about how to set your intention every time you segment shift during the day so that you can create how you want things to go. Super powerful technique. And that's what intention is. You know, whether you do that for every segment, you know, shift of your day, or you start in the morning and you say, okay, this is what I said I wanted. I wanted to be a calmer parent this year. I want to be a parent who lets go. I want to be a more involved parent. I want to be a parent who doesn't deny anymore and deals with what is happening. I want to be a person, a parent, a spouse, a friend who listens better. I want to focus more. I want to stop complaining. I want to look at what is good. Whatever it is that you said you wanted to create for yourself, it is important that you remind yourself of what you wanted, not what someone else's to-do list for 2022 is, not their goals, not what the latest fad is. It's for you and your life and where you feel you are at and what's going to make you happy and what you feel you need. I'm asking my clients this year, so I'll ask you as a listener in this space, to think about how you want to feel December 31st at the end of this year, 2022. Take a snapshot in your mind right now, mentally. Create a little visual of what you look like December 31st, 2022. Who are you with? What are you doing? How does it feel based on all of the things that you said you wanted to experience and accomplish and, and uh, you know, understand? And most importantly, 
So after you take a, a, a snapshot in your mind of what you look like, who you're with, what you're doing, most importantly, how do you feel in that vision of yourself, feeling all you can feel? And now capture that feeling of that visual in a word or a phrase. So one word or phrase and write it down on an index card and put it where you can see it every single day of this year. So let's say it's happy or peaceful or fulfilled. Put that word where you can see it and every day look at it at some point and put a question mark on the end of it in your mind. So you're asking yourself, happy? Fulfilled? And if you are in that moment that you're looking at that card, then tell the universe more of that, please. And if you are not, then what is one step you can take in the direction that you want to go in? So let's say you're watching your favorite TV show after a good productive day of, of, of good solid work and you're just sitting there relaxing and you've got your glass of wine, you've got your cup of peppermint tea, you've got your hot chocolate, your glass of water, whatever that thing is for you, and life is just feeling really fulfilled and really happy. Take a breath and say, yeah, like this is, this is where it's at. More of this, please. This, this feels great. This feels really good to my soul. Take a breath on that. Like just kind of, you know, just, just sit in that feeling and allow yourself to feel happy and fulfilled and continue to move forward. If you're not, if you're, let's say, sitting in front of the mirror, picking apart your flaws and throwing the gremlins treats while you're at it, ask yourself, happy? Am I fulfilled? Not so much. What's one step that you can take in the direction that you want to go? Get away from the mirror. Go do something else. One step leads to the next best choice. That word that you choose that encompasses that feeling of what that visual looks like for you at the end of the year. So regardless of what you achieve, so we're not talking about tasks or achievements or all the things that you want to accomplish. That's all great and, and list them all and absolutely going, you know, go for it. But we're talking about the feeling that comes from you picturing yourself celebrating on December 31st and the feeling of living a year of how you want it to live, what brings you alive, what makes you happy, what makes you feel fulfilled, what makes you feel purposeful, what makes you feel healthy. Whatever that visual is of you encompassing all that you, you know, achieved this year and experienced, that word is your navigation system that you're programming for your life and you are the driver. We'll be back with this week's questions. The sponsor of this week's podcast is Whole Body Solutions, a female-owned holistic wellness center established more than 30 years ago by Dr. Ann Doggett in Quincy, Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide natural answers to health and wellness concerns for the community. They are excited to announce that their safe, effective, and quality-controlled products are now available online. Take 10% off your first order by signing up for their patient rewards program at shop.wholebodysolutions.org. Okay, themes that have come up uh, over the past few weeks, and I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. I forgot to say that at the beginning. So, why am I afraid to hurt everyone's feelings all the time? Yes, such a common question. I ask myself this consistently, frequently. 
I heard Mel Robbins say, or actually, I, I think I, I um, read it in her latest book, The High Five Habit, which is really good, um, about how she said she always feels like everything is her fault. I totally agree with that. Um, it's really just, ay, 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 the reprogramming that needs to happen sometimes when we, when we have those thoughts. So, so what I would say to these questions of people saying, why am I afraid to hurt everyone's feelings all the time, is take that precious pause that happens when we reactively go to blame it on ourselves all the time is to take a breath and you can ask yourself first of all that's true you know is it your fault or you know why am i afraid to hurt everybody's feelings all the time take a breath and recognize that you might just be hurting your own feelings and by doing that by you know sometimes not wanting to hurt other people's feelings and think about what the best choice is for you. And the best choice is one that's going to serve us, but it's also going to serve somebody else. So if you're if you're afraid to hurt someone's feelings all the time, and if that describes you, and I feel like it describes so much of the human population, take a breath and decide, you know, how you want to proceed in that more mature, stable, secure vibe. You know, you don't have to apologize all the time. You can take a breath and just admit that sometimes, you know, we all make mistakes and we all hurt people's feelings. And uh, as uh, Byron Katie says, you know, when we do those things, we're confused. And I believe that, too. Sometimes we get lost. We get confused. So don't beat yourself up. Take a precious pause and decide if you're hurting your own feelings, maybe more than hurting somebody else's by denying or honoring how you feel and decide what the best choice is based on that question for yourself in the moving forward. Second theme that came up is people saying consistently over and over again, I can't, I can't do it, I can't, I can't, I can't, whatever that is. And I would say to that in this space, watch your words. From Don Miguel Ruiz's The Four Agreements, be impeccable with your words. I challenge you this year to watch your words, both in writing, in emails, in texts, and in speech. I'm giving myself the same challenge. Be impeccable with your words. It's a beautiful book to read at this time of year, too, the month of self-help um, for the four agreements. But I can't do it is keeping you on a vibrational plane of stuckness and of misery. So when you change your verbiage to I can, even if you don't know exactly how you're going to execute, you don't know exactly how you're going to take yourself from depression to complete peace, take a breath and say, I can. And when you do, you invoke the powers that be. You change and shift your vibration and you bring solutions to you. You don't have to see the whole picture unfolding. You don't have to see how your whole life is going to turn out or how a whole relationship is going to turn out and, and how things are going to go and your future and all that. Just take a breath and say, I can. And when you say you can, you move forward in a vibration of courage. And that builds on more courage and brings more powerful thoughts and solutions and actions to you. And the last question slash theme that came up is people asking, how do I know if it's a gremlin thought or not? Or if it's like a higher angel vibration God thought. A gremlin thought is, is one that doesn't make you feel good, period. 
it's a force. It's like, I have to do this or I won't be okay. I have to eat this thing, do this thing, execute this task, you know, do everything a certain way or someone in my family won't be okay. It's like a force. It's ultimately a lie. The energy of God, of angels, of your guides, of nature is more of a whisper than a force. It's an offering. It's an invitation. It's, it's the voice of Tufa in the land of blue. It's that voice of, it's okay. We know you're doing your best. We know it's hard. We know it gets really confusing sometimes. And it's okay. Keep moving forward. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com, where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.